Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Now, Kevin knows exactly how to get my attention. He sent me this teaser, <laughs> and uh, normally I give him a hard time. Um, I guess that's just my nature. But he sent me this this uh, this text earlier, and let's say, let's see, Randy, I've got Bay Fall update. Mm. Plus, want to talk recruiting and pro hogs in summer league play today. Now, I got to admit, it's important about the recruiting. It's important about the pro hogs in the summer league. So let's get but, to priority one. Yeah, Bayfall yeah. caught my attention. Yeah. All right, so Kevin, what is going on with Bayfall? What's going on with Kevin? <laughs> I've got him. I'm showing him on. Okay. I don't know if the input on. Maybe he, maybe he was teasing. Now, Jeff, can you hear me? Oh, there you go. There's maybe Kevin. maybe he had yeah. to go get another update or, on Ray Kevin Fall. Randy gave you the biggest buildup he's ever given you, and then he yeah, didn't put I, I can hear you guys. Yeah, I heard you, but I guess I, I started to get into it. And so, you know, there had been stuff on social media about Bayfall arriving in, you know, at XNA Airport a couple of weeks ago or so. Um, and so you make assumptions based on that. I, I just couldn't confirm it because I was asked not to. But I'm going to go through some of the details. I tweeted earlier today that, you know, he has been on campus for a couple of weeks. He's been practicing. I haven't seen that reported before, but he has been practicing. Um, and so I'm going to go back in time. You know, he, he arrived in late June. I think it was a Thursday night. Mus was off and, and was traveling, was off campus when he got there. Arkansas was, you know, really wrapping up practices to get into the July 4th weekend, so there was a little time off for the team. So when Bay arrived, things were kind of winding down for a little bit. So the next step is, uh, uh, you know, summer session two starting up. That's for everybody, so you got that going on. He had to pass his physical. You know, I don't have anything specific on that other than to say if he's practicing, it means he passed his physical. So, you, you know, I can I can connect dots there. So, uh you know, these are some updates for you. You know, bottom line is, uh, I was kept abreast of this as it was happening, but just asked not to confirm it, you know, or deny it. So I pressed a little bit today and was said, "Go ahead, put it out." So, so uh, Kevin, if he if he's passed the physical practice, do we are we under the assumption that he's? A, do you have to be enrolled since he hadn't been in classes before? And does that mean he is academically eligible if he's practicing? Okay, so this is what I didn't put in the tweet, and I'm going to give my disclaimer now, which I always do. I do not go into specifics regarding student-athletes' uh, academics or their medical stuff. The only time I would do that is if the player, their parents, and or their parents, or through the university, which would have had to clear it through the player and their parents, you know, okays it or greenlights it. So I don't talk in specifics about that. What I can tell you is the information I've given so far that he's on campus and that he's practicing, there is still unresolved stuff that could affect his availability next year. And so what that means to me is there's a potential that he could 
be available to play. There's a potential that he could be available to practice in redshirt. So I think there are a couple of things there that are still on the table. Okay, um, that's fair. So, so the update doesn't do anything more than confirm what a lot of people already pretty much knew because it had been floating around social media. Um, I, I have not seen anyone discussing the practice part of it, and I reported that today. I've just kind of given you a little timeline. It was late June when he got there, uh, early July when, when he began practicing. So that's how we know he passed his physical if he's practicing. This is, I by the way, very have... helpful. Go ahead, Kevin. Go I'm ahead. sorry. Well, no, I was going to say, to me, I would think you would have to be a student. Um, now, you may not be, quote, eligible that may still have to be determined but i would think you'd have to be a student of the university of arkansas before you could accept any kind of uh whether it be a stipend or whatever it is that they give uh, or be able to live in one of the dorms i mean that's what that's what it's all about with the scholarship that's what all that provides so i've got to believe he is at least would you not, could you not agree he is at least a student of the University of Arkansas or he would not be practicing and he would not be taking advantage of whether it's the um, food line or whatever it may be. He's got to be a, a student in order to be able to enjoy those services. Is that, is, that, is that fair? Well, I'll put it this way. I've never known a player going through limited summer practices that isn't enrolled in one of the summer sessions. I'm not going to speak specifically to him, but I think I just basically reaffirm what you just said. So, um, <laughs> okay. Well, no, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm constantly gist. reminded that these things are very delicate and, and to, you know, try not to, you know, overstep. And so I try to be careful not to do that, you know. No, that's fine. Um, that's fine. I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm – Well, yeah, it's like – Hunter Dietz, who was in the MLB draft this past week, was actually on campus for a summer one session and got to spend some time in Fayetteville before the MLB draft. And I had talked to him about that and because he was a top 100, top 150 prospect. And I asked him, he said, if I wouldn't have gone and spent that time on campus at Fayetteville, it might have changed things. So he's actually already enrolled and had been up there for a summer session. So I don't remember him uh, being drafted. He wasn't. He okay. Out, yeah. Guys, I've okay. got a little bit more here for you. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So one thing is, I think which is big for Arkansas right now, getting fall to practice, is they're really short on the front line when you consider that uh, Trevor Brazil still not going full practice. He's still limited until they've had a, you know, for months they've had a fall target date for his full return, which means during the summer it, it's just not he's just not able to do he's not doing what what the others are doing. Makai Mitchell is out for the summer in, from, from practices. Um, you know, so, um, you know, this that, that left Arkansas basically with J- Jalen Graham and Lawson Blake, uh, the walk-on, uh, in terms of what they're able to do with front-line guys in practice. Now, I've mentioned before there's a there's an unnamed commit. You know, I'm, I was reminded today not to say specifics about him in terms of name and all that. Uh, but, but that's a guy that, that's going to, uh, you know, eventually, in, in theory, help Arkansas on the front line. But is a, uh, you know, he'll be a, one of those small ball three four types, 
Um, I'll, I've, I've used the comparison to Trey Wade, not in the sense of they're the same player, they're very very close to being the same kind of player, but but that's what Trey Wade, Wade was. That's what Odie's Tony was. They're kind of that three, four, small ball, four, you know, around that six, six or so range. And so, they, you know, they'll be that. Uh, you know, uh, Lawson, Chandler Lawson, uh, who committed a few weeks ago. Um, uh, my understanding is he's not there yet, but that's not any surprise. Uh, we'll see how that plays out, but he's a guy that committed. And uh, another, you know, at 6'8", it's going to be, I think, a kind of a 3-4, another guy that fits that mold. So, uh, you know, help is on the way. There's guys, There are guys, like I mentioned, in Brazil and, and Mitchell that are, expo- are expected to be back ready to go full bore in the fall. Um, but right now I think they fall being in the mix helps Arkansas in practices for sure. Uh, the other thing is, and I'll just say this, I think we could see this year, guys, based on what I'm getting now, we could see up to two players who redshirt. It may only be one. Wow. And there's a path where there's none. But there may be as many as two. So I use these words because I don't people say later that I said there are two players going to redshirt. I didn't say that. So there could be as many as two, maybe only one, and maybe none. So there are things that are unresolved there. So wouldn't that's you kind think, of your update wouldn't, wouldn't you uh, think on what's if, going on with the roster and Bayfall. Hey, if, if you're one of those guys like Bayfall, I'm not saying it's him, but you come in and you're not ready to play and, and you're built up as a superstar, wouldn't it be better to redshirt and then say, okay, my second year, I'm, I'm going to be ready to be really good because you still get to practice against everybody else and you get in the weight room. And you know, wouldn't more players be willing to do that rather than sit on the bench and watch seven other guys play? Well, this day and age, guys want to play. And, and that logic that you just gave is how it used to work. Nowadays, you know, whether they play a little bit or not, um, they're going to probably move on if they, if they think that they're, they're, <laughs> they don't fit into the plans. I mean, you know, Eric Melsman in Nevada recruited a McDonald's All-American big man who, who didn't play much as a freshman. And he and then Melsman left for Arkansas, but then, and then the player went in the portal. But had Melsman remained, the young man would have gone in the portal and moved on. So, you know, that happens a lot. Uh, in, in this scenario, I think, how it plays out with fall if in fact he ends up redshirting i think all the things you've said rick will benefit him in fact i think in many ways he's very raw uh in, in some of the things you talked about get, you know getting to compete in practice getting stronger learning the system you know getting a, a year of uh, physical maturity development just because of you're getting you're a year older you know we know that 18 to 24 range guys get stronger and, and mature in ways really quickly sometimes and so it could be a benefit all right, Kevin, hang on. We have one more segment. Thanks again to our friends at Fence Brokers, Chris Walker and gang, Rick Schaefer, Kevin Bohan, and I'm Randy Rainwater, Drive Time Sports, and the Sonic Air Raid, thanks to Henner, continues here in a moment. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. All right, uh, Kevin, I got a question for you from our Buzz text line. Jeff in Monticello says, please ask Kevin what his argument is 
on changing college basketball to four quarters. It's a no for me. Keep their tradition. That from Jeff in Monticello. Yeah, I remember we talked about this on a, one of our segments. Maybe it was last week, and Rick, I, I don't remember how we got into uh, it, but he, I did he, say uh, that he, there was. He whipped you pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't even remember how we got to that subject, but I remember <laughs> that, that I said I, I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't have a problem with it. I think it might be a good idea to do. Now, there's some things uh, that I, I think would be helpful. Um, um, you know, making the game a little bit more like the NBA game, and then others, I would rather it not. So that's one of them. I think would I think would be okay. The women's game's already doing it on the college level. That's not a, a you know a definite stamp for why it should be done. Uh, but why not make it uniform? And I think it would be you know um, I think it could be a good thing, especially the way they disperse fouls and get it, you know getting into the one and one. There's certain things uh, with with the quarter breaks. Um, that I like, um, you know, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But don't ask Rick his thoughts on it because, you know, we, know, we well, know where he stands on that. <laughs> yeah, y'all just go right ahead. You know, I'm, I always, <laughs> um, I've asked my questions to Kevin. Go ahead. Guys, do we have time to talk a little recruiting? Sure. Sure. Great. We'll always make, make time for that. All right. Well, Arkansas extended two offers today. I was able to confirm that. Um, and Malachi Marino is a guy they've been recruiting for a while. I kept hearing the name 611 out of class of 2025. Uh, he's a four-star, but Arkansas extended him an offer. And then another 610 player, another big man power forward uh, center type. Robert Miller out of Pasadena, Texas, uh, another top 44 star. He's in the class of 2024, by the way. So that's a, a, an interesting offer, uh, you know, coming now uh, because, you know, this is a kind of the time of year, you know, in November, these guys are going to be seniors. So in November is the early signing period. And so when you're, you know, Arkansas put out in recent recently a couple of offers to class of 2024. Another one just a few days ago, Rakeese Passmore, a six-five wing, uh, who's just super athletic, had a really good showing at the Nike Peach Jam last week, uh, but he just picked up an Arkansas offer as well. So in the last few days, there's three offers out, two in the class of 2024, and this late in the recruiting game to see some of those offers go out. Uh, at some point, you got to think Arkansas has interest in getting some players on campus for visits, official visits, because again, November's. It may seem like it's a ways out, but players, once they wrap up their summer play, uh, they'll be getting into their senior seasons. And at some point, they're going to be taking some visits, maybe here late in the summer before school starts. Um, Arkansas has been known to bring players in for weekends of football games. I mean, there's opportunities to do it. Um, but, but this is probably the quietest for a recruiting class that I've seen it for Arkansas um, when, it, when it comes to getting players on campus for visits. Um you know, you, you know, in the last few years, they were getting guys in as early as early June, when 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 the, you know, when the recruiting period opened back up in June, and so been a little bit different this time. We haven't heard as much. We know some of the names of guys that Arkansas has been pursuing. You know, Kayoner Botang here out of out of Little Rock Central, the 17U Arkansas Hawks. They're in Las Vegas this weekend. Arkansas coaches will be out there. 
I expect they'll be courtside to see him, as well as 2025 Terry on Burgess. Uh, Boateng's a top 10 rated five star, according to onthree.com. Uh, a guy that's really raised his skill level when he's talking about three point shooting, volume, and efficiency, as he's become a well rounded player who I believe should be in, in the conversations for McDonald's All American game when that gets sorted out. But there's a guy Arkansas would love to get on campus beyond uh, official visits, which he's done in the past for an official visit. So just throwing out some names of recent offers, guys they're targeting, some of the top players in that 2024 class, you know, guys like Trey Johnson, everybody knows Arkansas has been on him. He's mentioned uh, that he'd likely take a visit to Arkansas, but I've not seen or heard anything lately about a target date for that. Uh, there's some others, but I mean, right now, although it's been a little bit quiet in terms of who are they going to get on campus, that could change and it might just change here uh, soon as July winds down because that's when the grass series season will end. And again, there may be opportunities to get players on campus. All right, Kevin, I've got one from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback for you. JT says, Scoop, where did Ware from North Little Rock end up? Well, we know he's ended up at a high school at Oregon. That was a one and done there, but he transferred. He didn't go into the into the draft pool and he and he and he landed in Indiana. He's going to be a Hoosier for those. And that, and that this, was reported. It's been a few weeks. This we'll try to squeeze in uh, from our bus text line, and that is, um, is there another commit who is leaving? I'm sorry, Randy. I, I missed part of that. All right. If there is another commit who is leaving? Right. So there may be a scenario where Arkansas has 14 players. You can only have 13 on scholarship. Uh, so without saying anything more about that, pretty obvious that someone that who, who might be available or on the team would not be on scholarship. And there's always the possibility that someone decides they want to leave. So that, that wouldn't person... be the scenario right now, that last part. Somebody deciding they wanted to leave, but I guess that could change. That, that person that we're talking about, he could stay with the team, just not be on scholarship, or that person who's on scholarship who is not going to be on scholarship, then may decide he just wants to leave entirely. Okay, I'm as clear as mud now. So, it's Kevin, clear. Have a wonderful it's just weekend. not. It's just not all spelled out. <laughs> Oh, there will be a day. There will be a day. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, Defense Brokers.